presented by America's Plastic Makers. Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghu Munavolan. It's Monday. In today's show, a look ahead to tomorrow's State of the Union address. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Foreign policy crises have a way of reshuffling the priorities of a president. Joe Biden's standoff with Vladimir Putin happened to come along just when Biden had lost some urgency in confronting his three big domestic threats. The pandemic is becoming endemic. There's not much Biden can actually do about inflation, and the key senator standing in the way of Biden's domestic agenda remains immovable. While the war in Ukraine is just five days old, administration officials and Biden allies are starting to grapple with the ways in which Biden's presidency may be fundamentally altered. Here's what the Biden world is eager to talk about. Biden is an Atlanticist who likes to brag about how he stayed in touch with European leaders while out of office from 2017 to 2021. He's a creature of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and the Munich Security Conference. He came up in politics immersed in the debates of the Cold War, which are now newly relevant. When he said recently that, quote, the United States will defend every inch of NATO territory with the full force of American power, he could have been lifting the line from one of his 1988 presidential campaign speeches. From this angle, President Biden is uniquely suited for the new role that has been thrust upon him, which in the words of Senator Chris Coons, is to quote, rally the West in the face of Russian aggression. It was Biden and his team's patience and close consultation with European allies that has led to the extraordinary unity now on display. Biden's patience waiting to impose sanctions until after the invasion, even in the face of intense criticism, has been vindicated because Putin would have pointed to preemptive sanctions as a provocation and a reason to invade. Biden said that Germany would abandon the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline if Putin attacked, and he was right, because he had been engaged in quiet diplomacy on the issue all along. Biden's surging of forces in NATO countries pushed other countries to do the same. Biden's leadership on sanctions helped reluctant allies follow along. All of it was done without shaming and finger-pointing. While Biden's national security apparatus often gets criticized for being bogged down in deliberation without decision, that focus on intense consultation was rewarded by the Europeans. As one Biden official noted, their team learned from the experience of withdrawing troops from Afghanistan when Europeans were outraged by the lack of coordination. This is in contrast with Donald Trump that Biden promised. Senator Coons asked, quote, Can you imagine a former president complimenting Osama bin Laden the day after 9-11? Referring to Trump's post-invasion comments about Putin. There's a lot of pride right now among Democrats in how Biden has handled the crisis so far. But here's what the Biden world isn't eager to talk about. In a word, sacrifice. Globalization has its downsides. Biden has tried to prepare Americans for the energy shock that they are likely to encounter from Russia's further isolation. But... Biden allies tell us that Democrats in Congress and the voting public may not be ready for the difficulties ahead. Here are some of the landmines that Democrats are sweating. 1. Climate change. Some Biden advisors fear that if Russian gas and oil is cut off for Europe, it'll look for the U.S. for help. Then American politics may turn sharply against action on climate change in favor of energy security, a point Republicans are already hammering. 2. Worsening inflation for staples. Ukraine is a major grain producer, and Democrats fear that the war could disrupt grain sales enough to push staples like bread up 30 to 50% before the midterms. That would be on top of recent record price surges. They also fear gasoline prices could increase another third or more. And third, a possible return to Riyadh. When it comes to replacing Russian oil, Biden's options are limited. Democrats fear the most obvious country to turn for help is America's old friend, Saudi Arabia, the number three oil producer behind the U.S. and Russia, and run by Mohammed bin Salman. 
the man who ordered the brutal murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Last year, the White House, after declining to sanction MBS, said it would, quote, recalibrate, not rupture, the U.S.-Saudi relationship. Most elected Democrats have taken a hardline position against MBS, and will see any outreach to Saudi Arabia as a bitter pill. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 8.55 a.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will leave Newcastle, Delaware to return to the White House, arriving at 9.50. At 10.30, Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris will receive the president's daily brief. At 11.15, Biden will have a call with international allies on Russia and Ukraine. At 2 p.m., the Bidens will host a Black History Month celebration in the East Room with Harris, several cabinet members, and many other elected officials and dignitaries. Press Secretary Jensaki will brief at 3 p.m. The Senate will meet at 3 p.m. The Chamber will take up the Women's Health Protection Act of 2021, the almost certainly doomed measure to codify into law Roe v. Wade, with a cloture vote on the motion to proceed at 5.30. The House will meet at 2 p.m. with the votes postponed until 6.30. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Munavalan. Have a great week. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Plastic is a critical component of our nation's present and future. From reducing food waste to modernizing our infrastructure. But to tackle these critical challenges, we need Congress and industry to join forces. That's why we created five actions for suitable change, a comprehensive national strategy that would move the United States toward a sustainable, circular economy in which plastic materials are made to be remade. 